Theo Walcott's still playing up front in 2023. Yeah. They've just got nothing. They've got nothing going forward. No. Um, they haven't got a goal scorer. Che, my man Che is, is, is injured. Yeah, he's and not doing it. They've got nothing. Theo Walcott scores against Arsenal. Doesn't celebrate against Arsenal. But plenty of celebration. The Saints have safety back in their sights. Evening, Tate. Evening, Jack. How are we? Good, mate. How are you feeling? Aching. Aching a bit. Um, yeah. Got one toe intact. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad no, you can't see the photos, but yeah, Tate's feet are in a, have been in a better position. But now relieved that it's all done and dusted and then I can stop talking about it, stop worrying about it, yeah. stop training for it, relax, go to the pub on Friday nights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it was brilliant. Brilliant day, but yeah, we've got some... As you heard from the intro, we've got some other things to talk about, <laughs> I think, before we talk about the marathon. But Yeah, the weekend started off on a bit of a sour note for myself personally, but we will we will get on to that shortly. But we'll start with our weekly teaser. And last week, Burnley were promoted back to the Premier League with manager Vincent Company winning the manager of the season in the Championship over the weekend, I believe it was announced, maybe Friday mm-hmm. night. But who did Manchester City sign Company from and who was the manager at the time? The manager of obviously City when they bought yeah, him. Yeah. So what club and who, which manager signed him? Nice. Right. I suppose there's only one way to, well, only one yeah. place to start. Friday night. Revert back to Friday night. At the Emirates. Um Well I'll start from my point of view. When I saw the team, I was really happy Zinchenko was back. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Vieira and I thought, Ooh. Mm. Now look for Shaka on the bench. No Shaka. Mm. Tex Griff. My friend who was another Arsenal fan was like, oh, last time this happened, it, the Bournemouth game was the game, mm. and you thought they were bottom the, going into the game, playing home, the, um, bottom of the league at home. Yeah. Maybe they'd take the foot off the gas to start with. And I just had a... As soon as I saw that team, and there was only one player missing, mm. I was just a bit, oh, unearthly, just thought, can it, can it come back? And then yeah. Bournemouth had kick off, and again, I thought, surely not. <laughs> and if you actually watch the first goal back, Ramso gets it, he doesn't look... Oh, it's poor. He just looks too relaxed. The passing is horrific. Mm. I think Party should do better closing down because mm. he gets the ball. He takes another touch, and he might even take another touch, and then he yeah. slots he's, it in. Because I, I watched it earlier, I was, I was thinking, oh, did someone get like, I don't know, joke around, but was it Walcott who passed it? But he just Alcres, the guy that scored, mm. just gets it. Take is a really good goal, like a really good finish. But mm. yeah, the um, the pass, even if Ramsdale makes that pass, like. It's, a, it's so tough. Like it wouldn't. There's no need to make that pass after 28 seconds. I know we'll go on about it, but and we'll go on about it later on, reverting to other games in the week. But the goalie is just, especially a minute into the game. I know you yeah. want to play your football, and it's all part of it, and it's all part of progressing up the pitch. And there's loads of tactical reasons for it, but you're a minute into the game. Just lump the ball long, and mm. or just back to holding on the right. Yeah, because yeah, just don't get me wrong. If he if he'd played that pass and zipped it in, yeah. it would have split him in half, and they would have had Alcaraz and Walker both out the game. Yeah. And then you would have been uh, whatever the the overload is seven yeah. or nine. Was it uh, nine on seven? Yeah. Um, but, but it's so difficult, isn't it? It was, it, was a, it was such a rogue. Yeah, and it was make, it yeah. was a, just a lackadaisical pass, yeah. just played through sloppy. Yeah, and it was um, yeah the actual pass itself was all mm. forward. Why it didn't make in it my defence to Ramsdale, I think that's for me that's his first like howler, mm. like his first own goals and gaffs howler mm. sort of thing. He has made mistakes where you think, oh, could he have done a bit better? Better goalkeeper-wise, but yeah. Could, that, yeah. But that's his first 
Definitely. stinker. Yeah. Like he's one that, on that, you know, the highlight reel, the, mm. the old DVDs that used to get yeah. released at Christmas. Yeah. Um, and that meant that the two quickest goals scored in the Premier League this season have both been conceded by Arsenal and at home. Nine seconds against Bournemouth and 27 seconds against Southampton. Yeah. Um, but like the mentioned in the commentary, if you're going to concede a goal, is it best to concede it? Is it the best time to concede? It must be. It must be. Because looking at it in um, isolation, you think Arsenal at home to Southampton, they should win. They should score at least two, you'd think. Yeah. And you'd think so. Yeah. We'll get into it. And obviously, yeah, Walcott scores 10, 15 minutes later and they're 2 up. But even then, like, we, again, we're all part of our group chats and with our friends and stuff, but there's no way that I was starting to send messages in and get all happy and loud about it. I just knew that, I mean, I thought you'd go on to win the game anyway. Even at 3-1, I thought, well, they, they just need a goal. You just need a goal. And it, obviously it didn't happen, but yeah, it was just too too long of a game to go. It was just an onslaught of Arsenal when Southampton hadn't scored. But yeah, they needed to score four or five to try and win the game, but... Mm. But like you mentioned, I think it was Partey who got dispossessed or something, and then they were straight through on to the midfield. Mm. Um, Alcaraz slipped through Walcott. It's a good pass. Typical Walcott goal. I've seen that goal hundreds of times for Arsenal. Mm. Out to win. First time finish, but he hasn't got to think about it. Slots it past the goalkeeper. And you can see the pain in his face. <laughs> apart, from that, I say, apart from that goal, I've... I thought he was awful. I thought he was really bad. And you might have looked at it differently, but I just thought... <laughs> I was, wasn't really watching him. I was just, uh, I just stressed. Was I was so, so stressed. I thought he was just such a, having such a bad game, but yeah, scores a, uh, scores the second goal and puts him two, two up. Part of me might, might even think he scored the goal and he thought, I can't do this again. I can't <laughs> score again. But I don't get that. Like, just just don't... like You're the you're the fair walker. You've, I've got here. That, that was his... He scored two or three goals in like uh, Southampton's B-side or something, but... He scored. That was his 129th professional goal, 80th Premier League goal. You, like you said before, he's 2023, still playing up front. Like grow up. Don't don't play the game. If you're that worried about it, you're that concerned. Don't play. Don't play against Arsenal. If you're that really, if you're that nice and you're that concerned about it, don't don't play. Don't score. I, yeah, I'm not having that. So, like what, what Southampton, they need you. They need you to play well. Need you to score. Need you to celebrate. Need you to. Like shows some passion and and keep them up and he he doesn't score against Arsenal but out of respect he doesn't say that's just rubbish I hate that hate it he scored in each of his two last appearances at the Emirates as well he scored in lockdown I think it was lockdown the 2020 season like yeah. that, against us we scored two goals this season one against Spurs and one against us yeah that's because he's only scored twice but, typical, yeah. typical Walcott just, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah two 0 I thought two 0 14 minutes um, and I'll was all over the place. Like, I wish you couldn't believe it. I, just, oh yeah, I, I was like, really? Like, was you with your dad or? No, I was at home. Dad? Just, yeah. and I, just because I defend, I defended the team the last two weeks, and mm. I said, I don't think them two weeks you can describe them performances as the quote unquote buzzword bottling, because mm. they were complacent performances that, um, they played really well and they took the foot off the gas and just, just got cocky basically and threw it away. Whereas this. Is one of the games where right, we've had two slip ups now. Yeah. We're at home to bottom of the league. You can't, no. you can't piss us off. You can tell as well. Obviously, get again. We'll get to the end of the game, but when you think about the game now, watching it back, you realise that the Arsenal players and the team were they had just riddled with fear, weren't they? They were just so mm. frightened and they're so obviously concerned about the situation. They they know what's at stake, um, and you, that that is why they went two 0 down. That's why they went three one down. So they were just so. 
Yeah, they were just restricted, the, probably. I know he played bottom of the league, but the problem was, well, we had Holding, who all he does was lump the ball forward. Mm. He got nothing about him. Mm. He doesn't engage high up the pitch like Saliba does. And then Vieira, my God, I can't play again. <laughs> I, I said when we did the not half... to win the league, is he? He's not we did the halfway season review, didn't yeah. we? And I said he's the worst signing of our, from Arsenal, the yeah. worst signing we've made. Yeah. He just looks lightweight. Mm. Looks nothing. There's nothing there yet. Maybe next year, maybe settled in for a year, but I don't see it. You've got to play Trossard there. You've got yeah. to play Smith Rowe in that position. Yeah, because when Trossard came on, he was very good. Yeah, the um, ball, didn't he, oh, that would have been the that would have been the winner, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah four the bar. three. Yeah. Um, yes. But shortly, it was uh, six minutes after um, Odegaard got the ball, turned like lovely, played a nice mm. ball to Saka, one on one with was it the left back Barad? I don't know what his name is. Uh, Peru, yeah, yeah. it's good work from Saka, wasn't it? Mm. Cut it back and uh, cut it back, and Martinelli stumped it in for his fifteenth yeah. goal, fourteenth goal of the season, I think. Um, he was good, Martinelli, wasn't he? Very oh, he's good. A joke, mate. Cole Walker Peters didn't have a clue what was going on. No, poor bloke, he was getting no. run ragged. Didn't have a clue. Um, Arsenal maintained that level of pressure mm. until this uh, half time. I got a, it was uh, Ben White's header off the line. Yeah, that could have made it two all. Forgot about that, actually. Yeah. Um, that was Alcaraz who headed that off the yeah. line. And he come off, didn't he, at half-time? Yeah, start. so Neville was saying, and they were saying, oh, well, just a word on commentary. That was horrific, all three of them. I don't mind Neville too much on commentary, but the other two were awful. For Friday night, it has to be Carragher, and yeah. the girl shouldn't have been on there. No. I, don't, I don't like Karen Carney anyway, no. as a commentator. Well, I also thought Neville, as well, like you're saying, the commentary was bad, but... Like towards the end of the game when he was just like he's like Arsenal gonna score they have to yeah, he was just like sort of screaming down the yeah. mic like mate grow up just just call yeah. the game as you see it yeah. don't yeah this it's pretty poor at the minute anyways that's a yeah. a, a, sub- a touchy note. subject I think that we probably won't cover but um, yeah but two one at half time you think mm. I honestly thought I know you're gonna say what you say but I thought oh right here we go this don't run. I th- I thought it'd be two or at half time at least but two one. Come out second half, it's going to be typical Arsenal Emirates, just constant pressure, and mm. that first ten fifteen minutes will be relentless, and probably the, you'll turn the game around in in that time. But but it wasn't. Oh yeah, very it, wrong. Very it, wrong. W- weirdly enough, it wasn't, mm. and it took another wake up call. Mm. Well, Alcaraz got subbed, and he brought on is it Lucho Lucho uh, second half. Yeah, but he also before that, sorry, the guy that scored the third. He came on, didn't he, for yes. Benarak, Yeah. Which I'd like, because that was quite, I thought that was quite good. It was brave and it was a big moment, wasn't it? A standoff, basically, between the physios and the player and the mm. sort of management to make the decisions. But Martinelli doing his best Harry yeah, Kane, Harry Kane impression. Let's say, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. What a load of rubbish that is. Martinelli has done there what something that Harry Kane has been ridiculed for, for, for seems like forever, but yeah, three, probably three or four seasons. Martinelli does a classic forward striker thing. Knows exactly where the player is, where the ball's going to go. Doesn't jump, so technically he's not committing a foul, and causes Benrak to go off injured. And happens, it happens. It's, it happens in the game. But Harry Kane, there's like minutes and minutes of video of this bloke getting absolutely ridiculed for it. So where's Martinelli's highlight reel of him tripping up Benrak and all the rest of it? Has so, him more than once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, Kane, Kane can't do it. But Martinelli's having a great season. No, he's all right. He's allowed. So. <laughs> Yeah. No, it was it was because Neville brought it up on commentary because normally it was old um, smart play from the England striker yeah. there. Oh, oh no, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, I got you on that one. No, I'm not having that. Uh, not tonight. He not bit tonight. on that one. I'm not having that. Tonight. <laughs> no, it's one of them things. Are 
doesn't really bother me. Mm. Um, and it won't be stopped. The refs, they just don't stop it. And yeah, it's rubbish. Um, but weirdly enough, it wasn't even put down as a concussion sub. No, yeah, it was weird. They, I don't know why they just didn't. Just even if it wasn't a concussion, I'm pretty sure it was. I don't know, I'm don't pretty sure you could get away with it yeah, by just, saying it was. Yeah, he, like, I mean, the bloke was on the floor and fell from a height and all the rest of it. But yeah, it was good from the physios I thought and mm. they stood their ground and yeah, yeah, took him off. But yeah, go on. Yeah, so then they brought on Lynchow, is it? I can't remember his yeah. name. Yeah, and then that guy. Yeah, he had a bit of a um, rucking with us in the first. In I the thought fir- he was that guy in he? the yeah. first game because they've taken fi- they've taken two points of us this season. Mm. Um, both of them were just manhandling Jesus. I think because mm. he's Brazilian, he was getting in Jesus' yeah. head because he's probably really, really, or well, he must be really, really bad. Yeah, <laughs> and no. he's obviously Jesus is getting frustrated that he's yeah. getting the best of him. He can't get. And away I feel from like him. in in Brazil, he's a that defender. I think it's Lichau, Lichau, yeah. absolutely butchering his name, but I imagine he's like a a dirty, horrible Brazilian. Yeah. Like whereas Jesus might be a bit classy. He's obviously yeah. a very good footballer and. Yeah, he's just come on and he's just a big old bully. And yeah, he's kicking him, probably like chaos. whispering sweet nothings yeah, in his ears. Yeah, yeah, he knows exactly how to get under his skin. Um, and we gave away a soft corner. Mm. And weird enough, I thought, oh, we, we, if we concede here, we are, we're done here. Mm. Awful. Lose the first man, lose the second man, bang. Wow. Yeah, 3-1. I thought that's it, done. We're mm. going to be getting back from this. I don't it, know, I still had that feeling. I'm it instantly took off the error. Instantly took off the error, which was needed. I thought three one. This is well, like very surprised and shocked that they went three one ahead. But even now, I thought you need a goal. You need that one goal. The sooner it comes, obviously the more more problems that will cause for Southampton. But and conceded three at home again. It was like bloody hell. We've conceded. I think there's a stat. Mm. Only Southampton and Bournemouth, I think, have conceded more home goals really? this season than Arsenal. Only Southampton have kept fewer clean sheets at home this year in the Premier League than Arsenal. That's surprising. Keep You've won a lot, but yeah, you obviously... Since not, uh, Saliba's been injured, we keep slipping goals. Since the World mm. Cup, actually, that's where it's really changed. We've, mm. We keep conceding one here, one mm. there. Like, even if they're consolation goals, it's just laps of, con- laps of concentration. So even the, if, I know it's not home, but you look at the last three games, you conceded seven? Two, two yeah. Yeah, seven goals. Then, yeah. I know, yeah, two of those are but away. Even, but even before that, you've got Leeds 4-1 at home, mm. conceded just a sloppy goal. Mm. Pe- Palace 4-1, just a, a sloppy goal off a corner. Yeah. Last year, I think we conceded one goal, two goals off a corner, off a corners. Mm. Um, but something's obviously there is not right. And you can't put it all down to Rob Holding. Like, no, <laughs> no a you bit can't. Like, yeah, or, yeah, the fact you're not having Sleever and Rob Holding's playing, yeah, definitely not. No, I just feel a bit sorry for the bloke mm. in the sense that N- name me. He's just an easy target, isn't he? Name me a better fourth choice centre half in the league. Yeah. Uh, like, if all. Who Spurs is fourth choice centre half? No comment. No. Holden, Holden would play for like, us in our start. Like, there's not. So, a, yeah. uh, he's not great. Like, don't get me yeah. wrong, but you'd have on that right hand side, you would have Saliba, then you'd have Ben White, mm. and if Ben White's in, then you'd have Tommy Asu. Yeah, I was about to say, Tommy Asu would play. Would play there. Mm. Then you'd have Rob Holding. Yeah. So he's. And we're with that. A fourth choice like Holding, he's he's played way more than he should have recently because yeah. of injuries and stuff. So, yeah, like you said, as a fourth choice, not bad. But when they have to play a, a mm. run of games like he has, but in the same breath as that, I keep saying, but he he'll be used as a scapegoat. It's a simple, mm. quick as a fan and just a everyday Arsenal fan that might watch it. They'll be like, right, oh, Holding's playing. We must be rubbish because of him. Or Vieira's started, and mm. yes, he's not. He's a drop-off and all the rest of it. But, yeah, they're just easy targets, aren't they? And then the last 
20 minutes between the between the third goal and the second goal mm. can't really much happen I mean Saka no. hit the post but that had already <clears throat> the ball had gone out from yeah. I think it was Martinelli had dragged yeah. it out um, Inketia came on for Zinchenko who had a really shocking game Zinchenko yeah. it wasn't great mm. um, but it was just you on, did you bring on Smith Rose? He f- no it was no. Um, what's his name Trossard came Trossard, on Trossard that's it sorry and he tried, he tried. Nelson came on Nelson for Martinelli. Yeah, he brought on all three, didn't you? Um, and they were playing. They were playing all right. Mm. But I just thought this is this is a real crap way to mm. it just to fizzle out. Yeah. And like yeah, we have to go. We st- we still have to go to City and and win. Yeah. Um. But out of literally out of nothing, a little one to Ben White in the edge box and Odegaard cold and lovely shot. Nice. Yeah, very nice finish. We talked. We spoke about it last week. With uh, what's the Bournemouth goalkeeper called? Neto. Neto. How did Neto mm. get away with ninety minutes about one yellow card? Mm. How on oh, earth yeah. did Bazunu get Bazunu, away about yeah. yellow? I'll, like he just it had to just do it. He just uh, had to be given a yellow. Fair card. enough, because I'll actually give the officials some credit here. Mm. Eight minutes was fair enough. Because the amount of time yeah. he wasted. Yeah. No, it was. Yeah, it's just a, it just seemed like it was. Just, just book him. Just yeah. book him. Then you don't have to add eight minutes no. on. Like no. it's. You don't have to talk to him. You have to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but it was but also, everyone does it. Like it's all one of them things. Like I would want Ramsdale. Yeah. If we're three one up yeah. at the Etihad on Wednesday, pray to the Lord and yeah, cross yeah. all my fingers <laughs> I ever, like ever can. Mm. I want Ramsdale going down yeah, every every two minutes. I want him kicking both posts, then yeah, taking yeah. the mud off, and then, then having a stretch there, then yeah. changing the side, then kicking it. Yeah, no, oh, I want him doing that for a minute one. I want a draw. Yeah, Bazunu was just on that, just on the edge, wasn't he? And, mm. and I think for, yeah, for whatever reason he. The game sort of changed and he, he couldn't waste as much time. But, yeah, I'm sp- very surprised he didn't get booked. But then, and then, yeah. the 80th minute, and then Arsenal sort of clicked in together. Oh, mm. we can get something here. Yeah. And literally out of nowhere again, by the time the, the replays had stopped, the ball was in the box and Saka had just banged one in. Yeah. And then as he scored that, eight minutes gets added on. That's yeah. when he said, never will start screaming. Yeah. When, it, when it was that time added on, you'd, you'd obviously just scored your third. I thought, well, this is it then. And it was like, the crowd were just basically sucking them all into the goal. It was just, yeah. It just was, it sounds stupid, but it's probably one of very few times that you watch a, a Premier League, like, top top level game. And it's one team is just absolutely battering just constantly. Mm. The ball is just constantly, like, sometimes the other team might go on attack or keep the ball through it, but it was just Arsenal had the ball for the last, yeah, 15, 20 minutes, just constant pressure. It was similar to that when we played Bournemouth at home. Yeah. When we got two all, we were just, I think just it was like 89% yeah. possession, just battered yeah. them, battered them. Yeah. But then, yeah, I just oh, thought the third goal was inevitable, really. Like, the draw, at least, was always going to happen. But, yeah. The Trossard nearly, well, that would have been one of the all-time Premier League greats, I think, <laughs> that goal. Is it? it was step over. It was a weak foot, yeah. smashed the bar. That would have been chaos. I thought we'd won at the corner, and it dropped down, and Nelson again. I thought Nelson got a good get... block, wouldn't it, from the guy? Yeah, to get away from the post. Yeah, that's ridic- how close that was. Because without the block, that's probably on yeah. target in the goal, or yeah. save and a rebound, and someone taps it home. But it finished three all, mm. and you saw the players fall to their knees and yeah, the... on the floor. I, that's the only thing I texted at the end of the game. I said two points dropped. The silence was bliss because it was it was definitely when the it was like an eerie, scary moment. It was just yeah, final whistle when everyone just realised like. Shit, that is because that, that was the that's the last result anyone. That's the last, not res, not result. Sorry, let me rephrase that. That's the last perform the last performance yeah. anyone would have thought of that Arsenal winning three one. You could maybe see a a one one draw or something yeah. like that. Or I, yeah, I would have, I would have seen maybe Southampton somehow nicking it one nil at the very end. If mm. basically Arsenal 
piled the pressure on, but then Southampton score a lucky goal, one nil. Somehow mm. you lose, but yeah, Southampton go two nil up, three one up. Then obviously Arsenal put it back right at the end. It was like you said, I don't think anyone would have predicted that. But also you'd have, if you'd have picked anyone to play, you'd have picked Southampton at home. That mm. like on a Friday, yeah, it was. Yeah, they just clung on and and like fair play to Southampton. They weren't they weren't that that great, but they were also yeah they they had their game plan. They they stuck to it and took their chances really well. They were they were pretty good, I thought. Yeah, I think that sub at half time really helped them because, like you did, like you mentioned earlier, Walker Peters and the and the other the fullback were getting mm. blitzed yeah, by Saka. They're both on yellow cards yeah. early on as well. And that extra centre half being there meant they could push out and they could mm. engage quick higher up the pitch. And that's why Arsenal struggled, I think, for them 20 minutes. They didn't really know, did they come inside, did they go out? And then Jesus was dropping deep and there wasn't enough presence up there. And it wasn't until Enketia came on and Trossard came on, they played higher up and they got a bit more, yeah, bit more luck about Southampton's it. Southampton's first point since their three-all draw with Spurs. Um, to be honest, I've, I just got here about the... It's a, obviously a great point and away at Arsenal, but it's, I don't think it's enough to keep them up, is it? But like your your friend said, he they Every time you think they're down and out, they come out of another performance and yeah. they just, they're, they're still in there clinging on because mm. let's get the table up quickly. They're sitting bottom of the league, 24 points, four from safety, six to go. Everton are back in the bottom three. We always said Leic- yeah. Leicester are dead and buried and Everton are back in now. Yeah. Well, I've got to say it, bottom three in general and that even includes Leicester and Leeds and above them, but Everton, Forest, Southampton have all won six games this season. Mm. Leeds have won seven, Leicester have won eight, but lost 20 games. And they've, all those teams I've mentioned have got six games to go. And like I said, those three, the bottom three currently have won six games. Leeds won seven, Leeds, uh, Leicester won eight. So six games to go. Not, all of a sudden, Southampton aren't going to win six games. Like They aren't going to win four or five. None of those teams, because they've won, only won a handful of games anyway in 32. So just because of the last few games, they're not suddenly going to pick up victories. Like, I think if I think one of those three have to win two, maybe three if they're incredibly lucky, um, and they'll stay up. But other than that, I think I think they're gone. Listen I think Everton or Leicester, it could flip flop. But yeah, listen to these midweek games: Leeds. This is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Leeds versus Leicester, Everton, Newcastle, and Southampton, Bournemouth. Everton, their running is terrible as well. Everton, yeah, they've just sort of gone on the radar and not picked up any points. Their their last few games are really really tough. They've still got to go. They've still got Man City as well. Mm. Everton, that's Newcastle as well. We'll get on to them, but yeah, two surely two losses out of the last six anyway. Mm. Then they got to win the car. Yeah, I just like I said, these teams don't win games, and they're not suddenly going to win four or five games Mm. out of the last six. It's not possible. So, but I have to say. Very good effort from Southampton. I just don't think they they had enough luck towards the end just to keep on mm. hold them to the to the win. But like you said that draw doesn't really no help it, anyone. Yeah. In a grand scheme, if you take that game out of it out of context, so it's a great point away at Arsenal. But yeah, you're currently in the bottom three. And you need wins. That's it's not quite good enough. But that leads like us said, to Wednesday. <clears throat> yes, massive massive game Wednesday night. A draw is still okay. I still take a draw because. We're let's say in context. But how mad is it? Arsenal mm. since they've lost to Man City, unbeaten in ten, five points clear. <laughs> it feels disastrous. Yeah, but that's what I'm, you're still five points clear. I know they got two games now. Yes, no, if we draw, yeah, and then you go. Six. They have to win every game. Yeah, which no, no we stay, we'll stay at five. Because sorry, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, we we, we um we stay at five. They've still got two in games. 
two games in hand. Mm. And if if they win seven on the trot, six on the trot, fair fucks. Mm. Like, oh, and it won't even be six because they would have won the the past. Yeah, yeah. Like, if they're going to win that, fair enough. They're also going to win the cha- hope. They maybe win the Champions League, mm. and I hope they win the FA Cup <laughs> really badly. <laughs> Why? What's wrong? We'll get we'll get on to the um mm. we'll get on to that a bit later. But um, yeah, it's a massive game. Yeah, and it's got written in the stars. Two minutes gone. Harlem one nil. Holding red card. Literally, or <laughs> literally, ball being played. Holding will be either booked mm. or shirt pulled, and Har- and Harlem will come through. I don't think Arsenal will get out of. I'm gonna put it four minutes thirty seven seconds <laughs> without something. Without it being without it being one nil City. Yeah, that place will be rocking. I, I ready to go. I really hope so. The blue moon will rise. We'll be rocking. It won't. No, you, Arsenal, like you said, it won't be because they always, always batter us. There, we've lost. I wish I got the stats up now, but they mm. batter us for the last six, seven years. I wish they turned up, and it's the same Man City that turn up when your lot turn up, mm-hmm. and they just crumble. Mm. Like how mad was that first half when you played them yeah, early in the yeah, season? Ridiculous. Um, ridiculous. Oh, just. But yeah, like you said, you're still five points clear. You last three games, you dropped six points. And it's still technically, yes, it's very difficult now and it's much harder than it should have been, but it's still in your hands, which shows you how far ahead you were. I know technically points-wise, but mm. you still you were that far ahead. And you still are. It's, and that's the thing, it's still in your hands, mm. which is which is probably you couldn't ask for much more. And I think a lot of people have been saying it, but you now, don't run that result, the performances haven't been great, but you're going into Wednesday knowing that you must win. That's cup final, isn't it? Yeah, and it must not lose. Just do not lose yeah. that game. Yeah, because I think surely, surely they've got to slip up somewhere. Mm. And if they don't, like I said, if they don't, you've got to hold your hands up and say, "Wow, yeah. w- fair play." Yeah. You've but then you've still got Newcastle. You've now got no, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and your your game Newcastle, and you've still got Chelsea a, a and Brighton and Brighton that you have a bad record against. So yeah, I mean Wednesday is the. I think yeah, I think ninety nine percent will whoever whatever happens that will decide it. Mm. Right, do you want to talk about what yeah. happened yesterday? Well, uh, the marathon. Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so this is how I found out. I just finished the marathon, and John, um, Amy's boyfriend, I was like, oh, "Have you seen the Spurs score?" I said, "Oh, who are they playing?" So I was just my brain had just gone. I said, like, "Oh, they playing Newcastle." I was like, oh. How long was it gone? He goes, oh, about 25 minutes. Oh, score. Five nil. <laughs> what? You know that meme when they, when, they're, when uh, the ginger bloke clicks his eyes and yeah. like this? I was like, like what? what? <laughs> yes. Six one. What a day. Wow. Um, what I do want to start with, though, let me just get my notes here quickly, is that we spoke about it last week. So uh, so dire at Bo- against Bournemouth, mm. blah, blah, blah. He's obviously tried something. And he tried four at the back. Mm. The four at the back is Romero, Dyer, Perisic and Porro. That's horrific. <laughs> it's a back four. It's bad news. We said before that maybe the reason Levy was I mean, arming about this Porro deal and why it went to deadline day is because he probably thought he doesn't want Quantum next year. Mm. Does he really want to sign another right yeah, wing back not it, to yeah. play in a back yeah. four? Like, yeah. I don't, There aren't many b- managers who play the three at the... No. Is he going to be another just a shocking right back yeah. who just can't defend like Perisic? One, he's up for thirty-eight, he's left, he's, and he's, yeah, he's old and he's a left midfielder, <laughs> playing like, left back, be playing striker. Yeah, he's playing left back. Romero doesn't want to be there. He's. No. I also think he's 
one of the most overrated defenders in the league. He's a well, he's just he's a pack. He's, he's a he's, he's a quite unquote passion merchant. He's yeah. been booked for the tenth time this season. He's got yeah. a two match ban coming up now. Yeah, I actually looked at his yellow cards from his whole career. In his debut season for it was Genoa, I think it was it Genoa he planned to play for. Possibly before right. Atalanta. Uh, yeah, it might have been. Something. It was like ten yellows, and then his second season, he played thirty games and got booked fifteen times. It's terrible. Then for Atalanta, it was 12 yellows. Last year, he played 22 games for Spurs, 8 yellows. And now he's played 22 games for Spurs and 10 yellows. Yeah. <laughs> There's just not... Yeah. And like his yellow card yesterday on that challenge on... I think it was Isaac when Willock hit over the bar. It's just an awful tackle. Yeah. No, it's not even like he's gone... I watched highlights <laughs> on match day and stuff. Dreadful. Dire. Awful. Mm. <laughs> Bad news. But, but Dario back four is even worse. Yeah, yeah That's the point. Yeah. But <laughs> left sided of a back four, so we've got no idea what's going on. And the thing is that everyone was screaming for a back four. Where you go, oh, he's just changing the back four. Uh, changing the back four will get absolutely torn apart in 20 minutes. Not, not even talking about the game. In 21 minutes, it's 5 0. So maybe <laughs> I I dislike the formation, especially with our players, and there's a lot more to it, but. Maybe that's why we were playing a back five is because our team is awful. It's just so average. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's why we do. And you can say, oh well, Perisic is rubbish and Poro is rubbish, but that is our team. That's our fullbacks. They they are part of this team. So yeah, just everyone was asking for a back four, and we got it, and we got absolutely spanked. So like you mentioned, uh, uh, the midfield three, and I don't think you can get a worse midfield three in the Premier League, could you? Nah, but I, so, I, so, I almost feel sorry for Sark because yeah. again, that, I think that was his second Premier League appearance. Gets dragged off before half time for big old Dave Hoiberg's a disgrace. Absolute. Um, Have you seen the? Obviously, you sort of watched the goals, but it was Murphy's goal. Obviously, it was lovely strike. Which one? <laughs> the, 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 oh, the, what, the, the strike. Larry just stood still and just watched it go in the corner. But that's not the bit that. Irritated me. It was. Hoiberg, it was Hoiberg, but Hoiberg gets the ball and he could he could split he could split the defense. Yeah. Play it in between the gap. Yeah. Decides not around, to. Yeah. Turns around, <laughs> passes it to Dyer, and Dyer's like. But this was the same thing that happened last week yeah. when Dyer got the ball and he didn't really want it. No. He gave it to Lloris, and you he could. Was... But then Dyer was like, oh, I don't really pass it. You no. fed a hospital ball into Son. Yeah. Gets absolutely battered. Son gets the ball, played it round. Play, then Hoiberg dives in, passes it around him, and then he smashed in the corner. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, Lloris is a, another, he's just gone downhill so badly, just another example of our terrible situation, yeah, Hoiberg's a disgrace, Skip is just not, if we, again, if we think... We're he's Rob Holding, isn't he? Yeah, he is, maybe, yeah. yeah, Rob, he just should be lower end of the Premier League, like top of the Championship, just obviously love him because he's come through Spurs, blah, blah, but not good enough, Saar, I feel sorry for him, Get he played really well in the Champions League against Milan, Basically, never gets playing again, uh, played again. Then plays at the weekend. Gets dragged off after what thirty-five minutes, wherever it was. Mm. Yeah, just a disgraceful performance. Absolutely disgraceful. Yeah, then obviously Sanchez was booed last week. Then gets subbed on after twenty yeah. twenty-two minutes. Was to shore up the back five. <laughs> <laughs> Damage was done. Shore up the back five after after conceding five. Yeah. Um, do you think Loris was actually injured or just... No, there must have been something going He on. said hopefully he was injured, he got, didn't he? He said he had a bad hit. Hopefully Fraser Voice ate him in the change room <laughs> and then come out and had to play. Yeah. That's poor, like, captain's performance. Oh, I just... Did. Yeah, he's a... Didn't fancy he's all, it. Just done. He's a he's an absolute flannel. He's awful. Hooks. Having a stinker, yeah. But, yeah, one of our biggest defeats in our Premier League history. So it's the first time you've conceded five since last time you went there. Yeah, and that's what... I was there last time when they got relegated and... 
big man Moose and Soko's playing. I think Townsend even scored from that day. But yeah, mm. maybe it's 5-1 in the 15-16 season. 92-93 season, the first year in the Prem, we got beat 6-0 by Sheffield United. 96-97, we lost 7-1 at Newcastle again. Um, 6-0 away at City in 13-14, irrelevant. Um, and then, yeah, obviously the weekend, 6-1. That's a yeah, terrible, terrible day for Tottenham. Yeah, it wasn't quite the earliest that one team has gone 5-0 up. Um, Man really? City got to hold, hold the record for 18 minutes against Watford. I think they won 8-0 that day. Yeah, it was, that, was, that was the day Ben Foster said yeah. his podcast in this. Yeah, When we were seeing all this, the goals fly in, we were obviously sat there and I was <clears> like, <throat> you were midway through, running through hell and we were in the pub, but I just thought like, well... But I just, I just sat there with no, not no emotion, but I was with like a few of my mates, you know, Chelsea and West Ham sports and stuff, and they're all like, some of them are laughing and joking, going mad because West Ham winning, we're getting battered. But I was like, this has been us the whole time. We have, I've said this from the start of the season. Mm. We have been playing this way, and the start of the season, you think, oh, we're gonna get better. Like, oh, he's rubbish. These, like, no, we haven't changed. This has been us. This has been coming. This has been us. This is Tottenham this year. We've, this is how bad we've been, and and I go on to it now, but. So we're fifth as we speak. We've played 32 games. We're six points off fourth. Villa are only up. They're playing really well. Liverpool have a game in hand, but three points behind us. Brighton have played 29 and four points behind us. So when all the... Sorry. <clears throat> when all the teams level out and they get to their games and they get the results, get some points, we could quite easily be eighth, ninth in the Premier League. And that's that's where I feel like we are now. But for whatever reason, because of the games played or somehow we're getting points, we're we're above all these start sides. But yeah, give it a few games, we'll be eighth, ninth, and our actual performances will be reflected in our league position. I give you one reason you're above all them teams. It's because the bloke obviously you came out at yeah. half time. The bloke just scores another joke of a goal. Yeah, like twenty four Premier League goals is and it? And that's the only reason. Yeah, he scored. That's his. That was twenty four. <laughs> yeah. They they often do this when Spurs concede and they'll have a bad game. They always zoom straight to his face. And he always has the same... He looks it's back. Because he's face up front, he looks back and mm. he's just like... What am I actually doing here? <sighs> yeah. I've, like, got, I've got to try and do How many times here. do you have to be let down by Eric Dyer? Yeah. Must drive him oh. nuts. But how many times do you have to watch Hoiberg get the ball, turn back, play it back to that Eric Dyer who doesn't want the ball? How many times do you have to watch... Hoiberg Perisic? got a nice assist. Yeah, Paris is good. Yeah, exactly. That's a disgrace. How do they give Hoiberg an assist for that? I saw that. It was like... He passed all five yards to the best player in the world who's ran half a length of the pitch, beat someone and put it in the corner, but Hoiberg gets a tick for an assist. What a load of rubbish. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. Oh, I hate you so much. Hoiberg! <laughs> idiots. Absolute who signed idiots. him? Was it Mourinho? Uh, it might have. I think no. I think he came in before. Or was it as Mourinho come in? Surely not. Mourinho can't have looked. I think he was already there when Mourinho arrived. What's a Poch signed him? Oh, I don't know. I no, I think it was Jose. Was it either? Or it wouldn't have been have Nuno, would it? I don't know. Definitely wasn't. Were well, me? <laughs> <laughs> not in your football manager career. Uh, career what mode. A, what a travesty of a footballer. <laughs> Let's have a look. So he joined in twenty twenty. Mm. Yeah, it's got to be Mourinho. August 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, along with, what was it, Lacelso and yeah, non Don That must have been a great transfer window. Oh, Hoiberg. And he ca I can't believe he came through Bayern Munich. What a joke. 
Yeah, I was watching a um, when Alberta was around the other weekend. I was watching Champions League classics on YouTube, and Man City, City played yeah. uh, Bayern. And Hoiberg was in. It was a lot. Yeah. It was it was Javi Alonso, Philip Lahm, and Hoiberg in the three. Just embarrassing. He's an embarrassing footballer, but yeah, I mean Kane, like you said, he look, looking back at the team behind him and players like Son nowhere near it. Could actually nowhere near it, and. They can't. You can't even rely on Son or these players now. So, and yeah, I meant without sorry without Kane's goals. That I think it's just the front three, four players: Richarlison, Son, Kudelski, maybe a couple others. But they're without Kane's goals, we'd have scored eight goals between them. Those sort of players. So, yeah, that's that's why we're up where we are. But give it a few games again. Like I said, when Brighton catch up, imagine you put Harry Kane in Brighton's team. Oh my God, they'd be good, they'd wouldn't be, they? They'd be very good, very good side. But yeah, when Liverpool. Beat us when we play them, and then they're they're above us. You've Brighton. got them next weekend, haven't you? Yeah, we've got United Thursday, Liverpool the weekend, <laughs> and that's oh. the thing on the goals. So oh. we talk about our back four and back five, and how awful our players are. This year we conceded fifty-one goals. Five teams have conceded more than us, who are all in the bottom six. So we're fifth at the minute, and then we've conceded obviously more than the top four. And then we've conceded more than all those, all the, all the way down to Wolves. So like like West Ham, Brentford, Fulham conceded way more goals than they have. Um, we've conceded five less than Leicester and Southampton. We and in 2002, 2003 season, we conceded sixty two goals and finished tenth. And I think this year we could quite comfortably equal that tally, if not surpass it, and, mm-hmm. and fin- again finish eighth, ninth, and yeah, it's just. That's just where we have been the whole year and it's to be expected. I know, it feels to finish eighth. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just one quick one while we're, while we're still, on the, still on the subject. I remember, obviously, we then met at the pub yesterday after all the running and all that. And I said to you, surely that's got to be a sackable offence. Yeah. I know we've mentioned it a few times here that the, the fact that Stellini is even there in the first place when yeah. Conte was just stupid. Yeah. Must be a cheap option. Mm. Must but, be yeah, much more to it than that. But yeah, uh, Spurs losing at home to Bournemouth like they did, and then losing six one in that manner mm. is sackable offence. Especially for someone who is just a caretaker manager, yeah. it is a sackable offence. But I know you're not too much Levy out or anything, mm. but then it it just make, paints a bit, paints him in a really bad light. I think at the start oh, of the season mess. he's gone from Conte yeah, to Conte's mess. assistant yeah. to like, Stellini's assistant. Yeah. And now Cellini's assistant, like oh, it's, oh, it's just, Mason, yeah. Is he, he the, is he the only one who's gone? Is that what the statement said? Or is no, it no, sorry, no, more no, more backroom stuff? Yeah, gone. we're talking now, but yeah, as we speak and before before it started, that yeah, Stellini has been whether sacked, let go, whatever you want to <laughs> whatever you want to call it, but yeah, they're all gone. The Mason's now in charge, and then he said, I think this is supposedly from Daniel Levy that yeah, in the coming days or hours the the coaching staff will they'll figure it out. But oh, so he's sacked all the Italians basically. Yeah, it's all gone. Mason's the coach now and then it's whoever he is, Merriman. So oh, yeah, yeah. Red Nat will come back and Well yeah, I heard Tim old Sherwood. I heard Red Nat's been putting his name about. Yeah, what a like what a The worst one Sherwood. Yeah. Fuck off Tim Sherwood. <laughs> <laughs> what a joke that would be if Red Nat gets back involved. Wow. You know on Thursday it's definitely be um Mason and, and King, isn't it? Yeah, it could Kid. be. Oh, no. Lily King on the yeah. side. That yeah. would go off. I'd, I'd back that. Because he, he was did, did a bit for Mourinho, didn't he? King was, yeah, he's part of the coaching team then, yeah. He's a King, yeah. Brad Friedel wannabe still there. Yeah, I don't know the, <laughs> I don't know what he was, a security bloke. Just, yeah. He just wore a suit and looked Yeah, hard, Brad Friedel on roids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, um, it's just like you said about Levy, though, this whole 
this season he's never been in this situation ever. It's never been such a circus and mess and mm. absolute just a muddle of chaos. It's just been awful, isn't it? Like we said, no manager for a month. Paratici banned, no longer at Spurs. <laughs> Stellini and his Italian mob taken away today. Um, and now we have Mason in charge and whoever else he wants to pick. So, mm. yeah, um, in the summer I'll be so amazed if Harry Kane stays. But yeah, in the summer Harry Kane leaves, then we're left with a 35-year-old Croatian left wing back striker and who got a recent goal. So and R nine. Yeah, R nine doesn't. Oh, just yeah. Right before we go for a quick break, let's have a quick prediction. We haven't known these for a while. I want to give us. Man City versus Arsenal and Spurs versus United. I think I hope that City on a Wednesday on Wednesday night it's I think four two to City. Four two. I'm gonna go Man City three Arsenal nil. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. Harland hat trick. I'm gonna put that down there as well. I, yeah, I think you've got to score like Southampton, score three or four to get something from the game. Whether that's a draw, you you're winning the game, whatever. But you've got to be absolutely bad, and they know that you know that. But yeah, you Arsenal got to be incredible to get anything. I think I'm also gonna go Spurs nil, Man United. Actually, no, uh, Maguire's back, so Spurs one, Man United three. Yeah. I think 2-1 Man United I said not it's going to be close but I think yeah 2-1 they've had had the semi-final a bit of a hangover from that we'll we'll travel yeah. down to North extra London. time yeah and everything yeah yeah they'll they'll beat us I think yeah so right okay we'll get his goal and we'll move on we'll have a, a quick break and we'll be back with some European football talk So we're going to do a bit of a European roundup, some throw some predictions in there and talk about the last week's yeah Champions League, Europa League, Europa Conference League. Yeah, so start with the Champions League. Start the Champions League like you just mentioned there, Jack. Um, so the semi-finals are Real Madrid versus Manchester City, and then a Milan derby. Mm. That is going to be some some it's game in it. Yeah. Yeah. But how mad is it? Obviously, Syria gets a lot of stick for being mm. a boring, slow pace like substandard league two of them are in the, the Champions League final aren't there's, yeah. there's Juventus in the Europa League but mm. I think that's an indictment of Juventus and the yeah. standard they fall into that and then Florentina in the Europa Conference League mm. so what then points I mean, calls you get what uh, the, you know when your team does well in Europe yeah whether they cool, but I know yeah, I know yeah they're, do, they're doing well for that this year they're doing well um, are you of this are you of the opinion the winner's of the Champions League are going to come from the Real Madrid and Man City game. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that's the yeah sort of general consensus, isn't it? And yes, yeah, pretty standard isn't it? standard response. But yeah, I think although it's obviously yeah, brilliant for Inter Milan and Milan to get to the semi final, I think yeah the final against either Madrid or City is yeah, probably a mm. bit too far. Like we said, Madrid's it's Madrid's competition, but mm. Man City are absolute joke of a side, so. Yeah, that that sh- that game. Well, both games will be good, but yeah, that, I think that that two-legged game will be uh, very interesting to be played over the midweek of 9th of May and the 10th of May. Can you imagine that? Just 
for heaven's sake. Imagine that was Arsenal versus Spurs in the semi for Champions League semi final. Yeah, I don't think I'd be able to watch either game. <laughs> so true. I never, yeah, I don't really think about it. I'd yeah, be like, yeah. like I would be so nervous. <laughs> like I just couldn't. Eat. I couldn't even fathom what would happen if we lost. Probably worse than a, a I don't know, but not worse than a final. You know, you don't mean to get to the final. But it's just we, yeah, we over we two legs. You got to watch it twice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is. I mean, yeah, I mean, we obviously I went to Milan and saw Spurs there, but I just almost can't believe they're there. Then yeah, like, I know. They're obviously not that bad. They got to the semi-final Champions League, but oh, I don't know. Just at the time, I just thought, wow. They're Same as so Inter, average, yeah. But then, like you said, Inter have had a reasonably good draw, haven't they? They had Benfica. Yeah. Um, who else did they have? They had a they've had a pretty simple but then, yeah, draw. Milan game obviously there. just beat Napoli as well, and everyone was behind Napoli and said, mm. right, they get to the final. It's then like the other side of the draw, but yeah, Milan. That's the thing as well. Milan done unbelievable job against them. That's something Spurs would never ever do against against Napoli if we got that far. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like like yeah. What about you? You reckon uh, from the Madrid City game? Yeah, we'll, let's we'll put a little graphic up in the week mm. before all our predictions. We're going to predict the winners for the Champions League, uh, Europa League, and the Europa Conference League. Mm. Um, ah. Uh, I'm going to go with my heart hmm. and I'm going to go Real Madrid because I don't want City to win yeah. it. I don't want City to win it. it although, nice. although, although, if City do win it, it means that's more likely that Pep will leave sooner. Yeah, he might do the treble and then see yeah. it. And then, I don't know, hmm, imagine. I mean, I say where would he go, but he'd go anywhere if he I, wants. But. There's a, if Arsenal don't win the Premier League, I want Man City to win all three. Yeah. I want Man City to win all three anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you want them to win the Champions League? Yes, I don't, doesn't again. I said it at the weekend, but Man City. Uh, Would you rather one of the European teams win it instead? Nah, just no. Nah, just doesn't. Don't bother. You not got any former players playing for Inter or Milan? Modric again? Oh yeah, I mean I do like Madrid. Yeah, I mean maybe Madrid, but yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah. Man City are. Uh, they're just out. I know they're. A Saudi-owned club, yeah, a Saudi just, state club. They've just come out of nowhere. They've, they've, they've bought fantastic players. They have the best manager now. They've over time they've bought better and better players. Got better and better managers. They're just they have all the money in the world and they've just come out of nothing. So they, they have no, I've no I've no anything against them. You know what I mean, I have nothing nothing against Man City. So yeah, they could do well. And you always beat them. Yeah, and we do really well against <laughs> them. So, but no, I think. So I'm going to put you down for Man City. Yeah, Man City to win. Right, I'm going to go for. I'm going to go with my heart and go Madrid. Right. Move on to Europa League. Mm. Wow. Two weeks ago, after 45 minutes at Old Trafford, Man United should have been six six up. Mm. Sevilla were that bad. United were playing well, playing off the park. Um, even after 65 minutes, Fernandes got hooked. I think they made like three subs and was mm. like, well, let's just see this out. we got a game of the weekend. Maguire came on at half-time and... All sort of went wrong from there, really. Carried on playing. Um, uh, they scored Malassia's fault at the back post, and then it was two all. And then it was two one. Sorry, and then like a really free going goal, two all. And you're thinking, wow, mm. Sevilla somehow like Unai Emery's. I know that he doesn't manage mm. them, but he's like they still got this awe about the yeah. Sevilla in this competition. They won it four times, haven't they? Yeah. How? But getting that two all draw, going to Seville, then you're under pressure. I'm thinking, oh god. Mm. 
this is going to be tough. And good you could tell game, from yeah. the... Oh, it was a really good game. Yeah, but you could tell from minute good. one they yeah. were up for it. The toilet roll getting thrown, yeah. the atmosphere there. It was very cool. United just didn't show up whatsoever. No. No, this, yeah, sixth, sixth season in a row, United have been eliminated in a European competition by a Spanish side. Three times, Seville beat them. Um, and yeah, just dismantled in Seville, weren't they? They were just torn apart and... Yeah, they just yeah. They got, I mean, the main talking point, obviously, was it the first goal? Uh, that was the Maguire. The, yeah, pass. Day, uh, playing it out to Maguire again. Like I said earlier about Ramsdale, but a goalie. Yes, Maguire's calling for it, but read the situation. There's players around him. If if it if it's not hundred percent perfect from both of you, and the pass, Maguire's touch, whatever he's doing, it's going to go wrong. Just hit it long. Like you don't need to be playing out from the back doing all that in that I, scenario. But I blame Maguire hundred percent there though. Yeah, he was, could have either. It was Maguire, his pass was horrific. His pass was so he could have passed it back to the goalkeeper, mm. or I know he hasn't got the composure to do it. But if you let the ball run, mm. you've just beat three men. But then if he's asking for it, surely he's, you'd hope an English centre back. People love him when he plays for his, his country. Bear in mind, he's played for his country multiple times, captain of Man United. Surely he's capable of looking over his shoulder. Right, there's a bit of space there. When I get it, I'm mm. going to turn and do this. Do he would that. have beat three men at once. Yeah. I don't know, it's a bit, bit of both to us. It's poor. It's very poor from both of them. Um, it was just a shambles of a performance. They were lucky not to go in 2-0 down because the VAR got it. He was just offside. Yeah. Straight into the second half, corner came in. Well, no, it was lucky on the shoulder, but mm. what's De Gea doing there again? Yeah. And the third, oh my God. <laughs> Big loop up and then he's yep. De Gea's come out. And, and then, again, what is he doing? Just... You're a goalie, like stick to what you know. Just he has these games though. He does really have these games. Some Man United fan, I, I don't know who he was, but they put a put together a 20 minute compilation <laughs> of of De Gea's mistakes oh. since 2011. I want to say he joined. Yeah, it's something like bad, that. Bad night for United, wasn't it? Very bad. So for me, they were the favourites going into this game, but coming out, I'm going to go. Oh, actually, so yeah, hit the the four left. Jose Mourinho's Roma, Xavi Alonso's Leverkusen, mm. Juventus, and Seville. Seville four times they've reached the semi final. They've gone on to win it. So they've won it four times, and every time they reach the semis, they've won it. And like we all know, that it's their competition. Roma Juve would be a good final. What's the? Is it a Seville Juve semi? Yeah, is it? Uh, I wasn't going to go Seville, but now I've just looked. At the, I'm going to back Jose Mourinho. Really? Yeah. Going to go for the dark Jose's side. on a bit of redemption arc. <laughs> he started last year on this. He's, he's gone off to Rome because everyone thought, how's he landed this job? I think he got him into the top five or something like that. Now he's won the. He was always going to win that conference league. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Jose Mourinho Roma. I'm going to go Juve. I think again similar. They've had a. They got their points back, now, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they got their, they they got their points deducted, but they've gone back, and I think they're third now. Obviously, way up Napoli, I think they're seventeen clear. They have mm. all but won the league. They can win it next week with right. a win, yeah. So yeah, Juve back into the top three. They're obviously a very good side, anyway. I think yeah, Juve's. You know, Juve, Juve beat Seville, yeah, because although it's Seville's competition, they've been they're obviously very good in it. They're they're having a terrible. They're season. having a terrible season, yeah. aren't they? So I think yeah, Juve Juve beat. It'd be nice to see you beat, yeah, beat Jose's Roma in the final. Before we go on to the next one, I've got to ask you a question. Can you rank, as a Spurs fan, these competitions you'd like to win? 
Champions League, Premier League, FA Cup, Carling Cup or League Cup, uh, Europa League, Conference League. Not a trophy, but top four. <laughs> Not a trophy, but top four. Yeah. And then also finishing 17th. <laughs> no. No, I'm interested. I'm interested to see where... Because I personally think this Conference League is... The only good thing this Conference League has done is it's got rid of the second round game in the Europa League if you win if you win your group. That's it. That's the only positive it's got rid it's, of. Yeah, it's, That's it's, it. It's a, it's a third, lower, third tier. There's no like, need for it. We'll go through it in a minute, but it's not a, it's not Europa League. It's not a Champions League. It's a, it's like a, the Intertoto Cup thing. It's the, it's one year old. Yeah, it's just a random, they've made up and it is obviously, they've just made it, UEFA have made it for money. And that's what it is what it is. And obviously you're saying that, you know, West Ham are in it. Well, no, it's, it's an awful competition. But I will say before I rank why those those that you've asked, um, I would say if Spurs are in it and got to the final, and it's this year's in Prague, I'd be all over it. I'd be absolutely buzzing. And if you get to well, not if you get to the final, but if you're gonna be in the final and we're gonna obviously I'd want to win it. It'd be yeah, you would celebrate it, but it's just be incredible. I just think it's nonsense. There's no need for it. No, it's a ridiculous idea to even have it, but. I would say on your question... If West Ham wasn't in it, for example, who in the world would want to watch Genk... Gent or Genk, was it? Gent, yeah. Gent. Not even Genk. No, it's Gent. Gent. Okay. But Spurs have been beaten by Gent, so... Gent versus Alkmaar and Florentino versus Basel. Oh, no, you wouldn't. I who the hell wants to watch that? I didn't watch it last year when Roma were in the final. I didn't watch the final. Oh, I think I watched the first half of the final. was a bit... I didn't even... But... No, yeah, so come on, let's rank let's rank them competitions. For me, I'd say Premier League above Champions League, very, very close. But that's sort of, I think that's anyone, either mm. or flip or coin. Um, what was the other one? Europa League, top four, uh, FA Cup and Conference League. I'd probably say, for as a Tottenham fan, FA Cup and Europa League, very similar. Probably FA Cup for me above Europa League, then Europa League. Then top four, I'd say. Was League Cup in there? Yeah. Okay, I'd say FA Cup, Europa League, League Cup, top four. Conference League. Finishing 17th. <laughs> Finishing the playoffs in the championship. Winning the Essex Cup at under-16s. No, yeah, the Conference League is irrelevant. Absolutely irrelevant. But, like I said... If Spurs were actually in it and went and did well in Europe for once and got to the final one, it would be incredible. Mm. No, that's fair enough. And for West Ham, back-to-back seasons in European semi-finals is, is something unheard to shout of, about, yeah, really, isn't it? unheard of. It is something. Yeah. But is it in our lifetime? Mm. It is, isn't well, it? Well, no, yeah, just full stop. It's mm. from day dot. West mm. Ham, yeah, ridiculous. Uh, so it's West Ham versus Alkmaar and Florentino versus Basel. It's got to be West Ham's name on the trophy, isn't it? Well, they've got to be fair. Like Alkmaar are fourth, aren't they, in the Dutch league? Florentina uh, yeah, so are yeah. 11th from Basel. Basel's Basel seventh in a 10-team Swiss top division. In a 10-team league. And what? The, and they're in a European trophy? Yeah, they, they could win it. They're seventh, like I said, in a 10-team My league. God, my Fiorentina God. Fiorentina are 10th in, in the Italian league. Alkmaar are fourth in the Dutch league. 
having quite a good year. I don't know anything about them. I don't pretend to know anything about them. But they're fourth in the the Dutch league, and and that's who West Ham have got. But West Ham have to be the favourites. Have to, and West Ham are, are now what fourteenth, thirteenth, safe now, aren't they? In the Premier League. So yeah, it just tells you everything you need to know about that competition. And West Ham have to be favourites. Florentina have Amarat from Morocco yeah, the, the and field, and right? they have Luka Jovic. Mm. Um, the old, we went to Real Madrid, didn't he? It was crap. Yeah. Um, I couldn't name one out Outmar player. One. No, I actually tried to have a look. I didn't look in terms of Outmar, but I always look, I love look when there's a Dutch. Th- you know when they, you know you used to have one Dutch top goal scorer who yeah, used to be good, and then he was he was good in that league, and then yeah. come and he was just be crap. And then we buy a Janssen. He's rubbish. Yeah. Well, Hans, yeah. Uh, Janssen, Sebastian Haller, yep. uh, the list goes on. Dirk Count, good player, but they signed him as a striker and then turned to right winger. Mm. Basel, did Basel still have Granit Xhaka's brother? He's know. played there for Salah or Shakiri's probably gone back. Oh, Alkmaar, Matt Ryan in goal. Do they? The Australian, yeah, they used to be at Brighton. Ex Arsenal. Yep. He was at Sociedad for a time. Oh, they have Odegaard, centre-forward. Odegaard's cousin. <laughs> Odegaard. <laughs> don't know what he's like. He might be awful. <laughs> yeah, Yin's Odegaard. Don't know anything about him, but... Yeah, again, do you know what I mean? Well, they're fourth in the Dutch League, aren't they? Fourth in the Dutch League. They're having mm. a good season, but... Yeah, again, fourth in the Dutch League is probably 15th in the Premier League, so... Are you going to go West Ham? Or to win it? Yeah. No. How far do You're going to go... Uh, yeah. Outmar a joke. You put Outmar on the on your prediction. Yeah, Outmar to win it all. Right, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm actually gonna go Florentina. I you think. Reckon? Yeah. I mean, like as if I actually <laughs> care. Like, oh, do you reckon, mate? <laughs> <laughs> West Ham don't win that competition. No, I'm gonna go Florentina. Go Florentina. Um, you know the the I don't know what the prize money is, but if you win that competition, you get Europa League football. Yes, yeah, that's fantastic. That's the yeah the, the prize. Apart from Alkmaar, none of those are qualified for Europe anyway, so yeah. that's why. That's ridiculous. Right. You got anything else to add on Europa? Uh, nah. Nah, I think we're good. Champions League? Hover, hover over the FA Cup. <clears throat> well, we'll skip through Man City's yeah, joke. Yeah. Boring thrill. Mares. I actually saw a random stat that Mares was the oldest player to score a hat-trick for Pep Guardiola. Mm. Something like that. It might even be true, but yeah, you know, Morris needs thirty-three. Really? <laughs> what? I guess how old Larice is? Thirty-four. Thirty-six. I guess it. how old Fraser Forster is? He's actually younger, than I think, <laughs> because when I lost the plot when he got put in the England yeah. squad, he's only like thirty-three, isn't he? He's thirty-five now. Oh, is he, he turned yeah. thirty-five this year, like in <laughs> March, but. Yeah, he's, mm. he's actually younger than Larice, and and I looked today, but Larice is born in like eighty six or something, and Force was born in eighty eight, so it's actually about a year and a half between them. But Force looks like he's been dug up. So, <laughs> Ron Larice, that post match interview for match day was pathetic. I was going to say earlier, but he said we we could not fight. Pathetic, awful, 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 awful team. So what we'll do with these predictions, um, we'll whack them into a little, nice little graphic and uh, we'd like to have your comments on below. Yeah. And do you add the FA Cup in there? Uh, just set one for that. Oh, can't do. It's going to be yeah. City, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah um, can do. But I, yeah, do a separate graphic okay. for that. Yeah. 
with them lifting the trophy. <laughs> um, yeah, FA Cup, Skip City versus Sheffield United. Yeah, rubbish. On that, boring. and we'll probably might even part of the conversation, the semi-finals, you need to stop being at Wembley. Yeah, shambles. 100% agree. Um, but yesterday, we watched it in the pub on and off um, while drinking beer and chatting away and having a lovely time. I fancied Brighton to win this because mate, I'd had some injuries and mm. I thought, yeah, Brighton played really close, well yeah, and took him to penalties, penalties and the left foot had missed again. Solly oh. Martin, awful. Did you see? I didn't realise he'd missed one in the uh, in the the cup. It's exactly the same mm. penalty. I saw that same video. So was he took the eighth penalty, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, they United was one eighty seven, didn't they? They so, won eight, not one eight seven. Yeah, because it went to Sunday. So. so sixteen penalties, not one save. That's pathetic. Mm. And I got I had my grow up last week with about Ramsdale. That's pathetic. <laughs> it's absolutely no De Gea. Man United fans will back me on this. De Gea's, um what's the word I'm looking for? Record Re- uh, like predominantly sh- crap with penalties. <laughs> they yeah. lost the um, Europa Europa League in lockdown. Mm. I think it was eleven ten, and he was the yeah. one who missed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, their goalkeeper was just as bad because he only saved De Gea's one. And then yeah, but, no, it, was, it was it was all right. It was just a yeah. I thought. I thought it'd be a draw, um, and I didn't think it'd go to penalties. But I was hoping, yeah, Welbeck might pop up, but mm. nothing. Yeah, nothing. It, it weren't really pretty uneventful, was mm. it? it? Was just Sanchez made a good save in the yeah from Rashford, but Brighton screaming out. They they missed Ferguson, I think, because mm. obviously Welbeck came off injured. Matoma looked he had a couple of nice chances, but apparently um, Wan-Bissaka played really well. Mm. He kept him out, and again, Maguire, no Maguire, clean sheet United. He'll play Thursday, hopefully. So. <laughs> got yeah. back in, Captain Fantastic. Um, so Man City, Man United, Man City, got to be, surely. Yeah. Man City win. Although, although, if, if, if Man City win the league, they win the league on the 29th of May, that next Saturday is the FA Cup final, mm-hmm. and the Saturday after that is the Champions League final. Mm. Especially, I don't know, maybe the league, probably won't if Man City win on Wednesday. If the league goes down to the final day, three high-pressure games, like, I don't know. It would be quite fitting for them to win the treble and beat United in the process. Yeah, because then that, that, if they do the treble, that ends the City-United, if there is even a debate, but yeah. And all the history and the trophies and stuff, so. Right. Yeah. Should we move on to... Team of the week. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'll, team, have a look. I'll have a look at the poll. Team of the week is done purely just with the Premier League players. We left the um, yeah. the FA Cup players out of it because good. Mark Mares maybe count himself unlucky, but he can grow up. <laughs> uh, team of the week. So we decided to go between Fabianski of West Ham United and Jordan Pickford of Everton, both keeping clean sheets. Um, Sam Johnson also kept a clean sheet but we felt because he was in the um, team last week we thought we'd go between Fabianski and Pickford and that was a found vote and Jack you got the results yeah I'm there? looking at now and Fabianski has won 58% to Pickford 42% so oh. Fabianski gets in well done Lucas Fabianski yep whilst we're on West Ham double West Ham and Kufau yeah, he got an assist, didn't he, as well? Enters the team, yeah. Assist for Paqueta's goal. Yeah. Um, and a good week all round for West Ham. Two wins and a draw. I'd yeah. say they're safe. Yeah, they, they were safe a couple of weeks ago. I think. 
David Moyes, the Messiah, has, has returned and yeah, the man they wanted out. Potentially win your Open Conference League and keep him up in the Prem. New deal, surely? Yeah. GSB out? Well, <laughs> well no, yeah. one of them, they're not GSB anymore, is it? But um, yeah, so Kufal and uh, Fabianski and the other defender, Castagna from Leicester. It's got a really nice goal, actually. Oh, it's a lovely goal, wasn't it? It was, yeah. uh, it was full-back to full-back, wasn't it? Mm. Coming from the right, didn't he? And hooked in his left foot. Is, mm. Yeah, quite surprised. It just looked like a proper striker's finish. But yeah, Leicester got a, a big win as well. So yeah, I didn't Castagna. think they'd win that. I thought they did one of those, though, like, come to this point in the season, the bottom sides need to get a result. Mm. Leicester at home, I thought they might, might get it, and they did. So yeah, Castagna's in. And to start the midfield, we had Pereira from Fulham. Another, you see how hard he whacked that ball from like one yard out? The ball just like drilled it in. He's having a really, really good season. Yeah, he's good. He's one of those like he was at a massive club, never really going to play. Mm. Found a team and became a big player in a, in a smaller side, and he's doing well. Similar to Joe Willock, I think, in that sense, where he's playing really, really well at Newcastle. But he would wouldn't be given opportunity Arsenal, and that was really th- really flourishing. And you see in the, is it called the bear the fruits? Is that the same? Uh, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Talking of Newcastle, Jacob Murphy. Yes. He's coming to the side all of a sudden. They spent all this money, and he's sort of um, where Almiron had a little bit of an injury. He's coming playing on that right hand side. First goal. What's Lloris doing? Mm. And he smashes it in from the roof of the net, about two yards out. Second goal was a fucking great strike. Yeah, very good strike. But again, Reese, <laughs> absolutely non-existent. Two goals in, and his his celebration alone for the third deserves to get in because he was just his face was just a shock, wasn't it? Like, what is? Yeah. He was like, "Are we three 0 up? Or have I scored from like thirty yards? Like, what is going on?" Mm. And finally, Alexander Isaac lines uh, lines uh, starts up top. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of the saying. Basically, uh, leads the line. That's what I'm looking pick for. Pick any Newcastle player, throw him in the team. Mm. Yeah, but no, Isaac and Murphy finish off the team of the week. So yeah, uh, fan vote: Fabianski, Kufal, Timothy, Timothy Castagna, Andres Pereira, Jacob Murphy, and Alexander Isaac. Yep, very good. Right, should we move on to winner and loser. Yep, let's do it. Do you want to start or shall I start? Uh, yeah, I'll start. I'll start with the winner, and all I've put here is you. Tate, oh. nice Tate. They can't be, and your brother. Give Pat a little shout out. Um, but yeah, there can't be any other option. Like yes, they ran the ran the London London Marathon, uh, four and a half hours. Considering you, what's your you got a terrible bake assist on the basically got a golf ball ground at the back of his leg. And when he when we saw him at mile eighteen, I was couldn't believe that he was even running and the, the pace that he was going at. Um, but yeah, it was just a brilliant day. I didn't know what to expect. Um, but yeah, brilliant, absolutely fantastic effort from yourself. It was a very proud moment for everyone involved. I think. Um, bloody hell! I think we're under attack. <laughs> <laughs> it's a helicopter hurrying hu- hu- yeah, above. There's a real something going above. Us, but um, sorry, yeah. So yeah, take you. You can look at the, look at the speaker go up and yeah, down with the helicopter. I think we're actually in a bunker. <laughs> oh my god. That's like a, that's definitely an army helicopter. That's awful, yeah, like some sort of chinook or something. It's kind of nice. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> the whole day was brilliant yesterday. From when we arrived as a big group and being there with everyone, the atmosphere of the London Marathon was brilliant. Um, everyone was buzzing, clapping, cheering, shouting. 
and obviously yeah that moment you get to see you run through is yeah there's no better <coughs> feeling obviously unless for yourself you're actually doing it as yeah you can't i don't think you can um explain it and actually experience it but yeah it was brilliant just a brilliant day and then obviously after at the pub that you found was very good and yeah being again being there with everyone was just a great day to celebrate what you what you achieved so no, yeah my winner yeah. of the week Lawrence Tate thank you very much thank you very much um, and mine's also on that note my winner is my brother yeah Pat Tate perfect well Patrick Tate because Pat Tate's a murderer isn't he <laughs> <laughs> um, completing the marathon in well I say completed the marathon he ran 27 miles yeah he done a bit extra didn't he I heard because he um, basically there's a route on the marathon there's a blue line that you're meant to follow Obviously, you can't always follow that because it's there's too many people. He ended up running 27 miles and completed it in three hours and 42 minutes. Bloody hell. Which is incredible. Very good. Incredible achievement. And no, and it also it was like with my brother slash everyone, all friends and family yeah. that came to support. And it was yeah. just, no, I can't, I've blown away with the amount of love, support and everything that came through was very very nice i felt said i felt like a influencer the matter of I like 18 <laughs> no, i had like 18 dms in my thing i was like who the hell is this guy <laughs> i think you gave, gave your all these, to me at one point just to reply all these all these story men- i was like oh what is going on i had to sit i sat in the bath last night when i got home and you just started just scrolling through oh, and just liking relentless. replying <laughs> no um yeah no thank you everyone and then yeah well done to patrick well done mate yeah very good. um loser of the week i actually told you my loser of the week yesterday but my loser of the week is Thomas Tuchel mm. so it was apparently quite controversial in Germany when Nagelsmann got sacked just, they were doing okay they were doing well, they were they were thinking they were second by point mm. still in the Champions League still in the uh, the FA Cup what's it called the D the DFB yeah, Pokal, Pokal yeah. Yeah. yeah still in that right okay, deal with it Bayern you've got 10 games to go yeah. I'm sure you can still win the league Tuchel took charge Beat Dortmund uh, 4-2, top of the league. Everyone's all singing and dancing. They then, in the second game, lose to Freiburg 2-1, out the cup in the quarters. So that's already one-third of the treble gone. Yeah. They then play Man City and get battered mm. over two legs. It was 4-1 in the end. Could have easily been 5-6-1. That's half the... Well, two-thirds of the treble gone. And then at the weekend, just gone... They played FSV Manso 5 and got battered 3-1. They were 1-0 up with 20 minutes to go, lost 3-1. Dortmund won 4-0 at home and then Dortmund are now top mm-hmm. um, by point, maybe two points. So Tuchel has been in charge for seven games, 1-2, drawn 2, lost 3. But, he was brought in to win the treble. Not looking good, yeah, bruv. Yeah, and I really hope Dortmund win it because it's one of the... Um, buying one of them clubs like a PSG, like... Even like Man City, mm. to every single year, come on. I like teams trying to do it better. And I think it's very harsh for Nagelsmann to be sacked for... Yeah, for basically doing quite well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just didn't fancy him. But no, very good. Yep. My loser of the week actually was decided last week. Um, I think I sent it to <laughs> Tate and Josh in our, our little chat. And it's my friend Steve Lee. And he plays for Camberley Town who are part of the Combined Counties League, currently in the Premier Division South, and actually on an unbeaten run of 11 games. But last Tuesday, the 18th of April, they had an away game against Croydon Athletic. Steve Lee, 6'5", centre-half, is a yard out. He, he could 
basically touched the net. And the ball, as it falls into his path, absolutely nothing in his way. And he stabs it with his left foot, his weaker side, and somehow lobs it over the bar. And he, you could see the head-in-hands moment. I think they might be, I assume they're winning the game. They they did win the game 3-1, so I'm not sure when this, this miss happened. But I have got the footage, and I will be sharing it to all later on. But, yeah, Steve Lee, my mate, you've got previous with missing some absolute sitters. I've seen you... I've seen one before that arguably is as bad, if not worse, than the one I'm talking about now. But yeah, that one's right up there. So the lads, if you're if you're listening, the lads that I know that play with him, continue continue to give the uh, Steve some stick for it. And Camley Town's Twitter as well. Keep sharing that video whenever you feel like it. So <laughs> Steve Lee, that one's for you, mate. That's fantastic, fantastic. I have seen the miss and bad news. Yeah, not great. <laughs> we we all have him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, right, let's end the show on on the teaser. Mm. So Burnley were promoted back to the Premier League last week, with manager Vincent Company winning the Manager of the Season award in the Championship over the weekend. But who did Man City sign Vincent Company from, and who was the manager at the time? Was the manager Mark Hughes? Yes. Good start. And the club, he come from a Belgian side. Is that right? <laughs> he's, not, he's not giving nothing away. I'm going to go with Anderlecht. Ah. Ah, he's wrong. <laughs> That's why I like the question. Is he not is not a Belgian side? No, not Anderlecht. He went he he played he started at Anderlecht, signed for someone and then signed for City and then went back to Anderlecht. Ah. So so did he come from a Belgian team? My guess is done. I'm, I'm at the No, it's not. It's not. not a Belgian side. No. I'm not, it's, it's not giving me any help. No. Oh. I don't know. I wouldn't know. German team. I've no idea. I'm just going to guess. I wouldn't know. Um, my guess is... Oh, Hoffenheim. Oh, not bad. Hamburg, really? Hamburg. Play for Hamburg. No, mm. oh, never. I've never. Well, I said Anderlecht. <laughs> yeah. I was never getting it. Very good. Yeah, no, I saw that and I thought, did he? Did he sign for Anderlecht? Then he went to manage them as well, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But now he he started his career at Anderlecht, went to Hamburg maybe for a year, two years, then went to City, and then went back to Anderlecht for a year, player manager, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's where he before he to Burnley. Yeah. Really. Mm. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Very good. Right. So um. That brings an end to another another show, episode 44. Um, the next one we bring you, my God, a lot's going to happen. We'll have a midweek game this week. Yeah, we've got a few coming up, haven't we? And then it's a bit of a, what's the word I'm looking for? Spurs weekend, I think, because of the bank holiday. Am I being right? Arsenal playing Tuesday because of policing issues, mm. which is going to be Saturday. I'm not sure if other games have been moved outside of London. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm not. Had a, hadn't had a look at it yet. Um, but no, we'll be back with all that. Maybe the well, the, I think the Tyrus will probably be done. <laughs> we shall see. Um, but no, again, thank you all for sharing the podcast, interacting on the polls. Um, before we go, I'd like to say good luck to Andy Boyden, who's mm. going away on his travels. Yes. Tomorrow or Wednesday? Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday, right, I think Wednesday, it is. Yeah. Um, I would say 
look out Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and a lot of people say, be careful out there. No, no, Thailand, be careful. You know when they say, um, you, you see all the posts and they say, oh, um, I beef a watch out, or <laughs> I mean, Thailand, watch out. <laughs> yeah, there is uh, a menace on the loose. Yeah, there's a, there's a Tasmanian devil coming. His name is Andrew Boyden. No, fair play to you though, Andy. You've wanted to do this. You've put your mind to it. Go do it, mate. Yeah. Go fucking smash it. And yeah, Have a good one. Be safe. And I'm sure we'll... I'm sure we'll hear lots of stories. Yeah, we'll see it all and you'll tell us you can't resist but tell us everything that's going <laughs> on. But yeah, hopefully you've listened to a few and you've got a few saved in your bank for your flight. So And find a good bar to watch the Conference League final in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, um, West Ham are massive. Like, they've probably got a supporters club in Thailand, haven't they? They're that big of a club. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, good luck. Yes, good luck. And again, thank you everyone for sharing, yeah. listening and obviously keep up to date the show and the um, Instagram page and all the other stuff. And we'll see you next week. Yep. Stay loyal. Stay loyal.